0: Welcome to the Beer Healer Interviews. I am your host, Chris Lukinenko, and I scour this big brand land of ours, looking under fermenters and behind mash tuns to find the best beer stories to share with you. The Beer Healer Interviews is now available on all major podcast services. If you like the show and want to help out, can I ask you to simply rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts or your preferred podcast service. Just leave a few words and a rating and the podcast gods will do the rest. By doing this you'll help others to discover the show more easily and hopefully get more people interested in this great industry that we call craft beer. This weekend we've been celebrating Tassie independent beer with the Tasmanian Isolation Beer Festival. Brewers have been sharing their knowledge, consumers have been lapping it up and in return posting pictures of their favorite Tassie beers with the hashtag Beer. And while this was set up to be a weekend long celebration, there's no reason why we can't use that hashtag forever. So get amongst the people and show the Tassie Brewers some love. Speaking of Tassie Brewers, that's why we're here on this Sunday afternoon in what have some have called the pinnacle or the culmination of the festival. I have the five self proclaimed OGs of the Tassie craft beer industry on the line to talk about. Well, talk about themselves actually. Here to share stories from the past, beers from the now, and hopes and dreams for the future are Dave McGill from Moobrew, Owen Johnston from HBA, Michael Briggs from Ironhouse, and the two main organisers of the Isolation Beer Festival, Will Tatchell from Van Diemen Brewing, and John Burridge, the Tasmanian IBA spokesman. Welcome aboard, gentlemen. Thank you.
1: Cheers. G'day. Thanks for good being be here.
0: <laughs> All right, let's do the roll call so everyone recognises your sweet voices. So I'll uh, state your name and how long you've been involved with the Tassie Craft Beer. Dave. Yeah, Dave McGill. Um
1: I don't know, fourteen or fifteen years. Nice. OJ? Uh
0: yeah,
2: in I uh, started in uh, January of uh, two thousand and five.
3: Nice Briggsy uh November two
4: thousand and seven beautiful touch? Uh April two
5: thousand and seven. Beautiful and JB. Mate, uh I think I'm coming in around about Oh, jeez, 12 years now,
0: so. Beautiful. All right, gentlemen, on the count of three, I want you to crack your cans. And one. <laughs> <laughs> two, three. Oh, okay. Sorry.
5: You, <laughs> I'm already open, too. you always oh, yeah. go off early, Burridge. <laughs> no, 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 I didn't that was Briggsy that went early. It was. <laughs> i got, I got four kids. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <have> <laughs> All right. Now, um. Before we get started, I have to warn you that at the end of this there's a quiz, so uh, it allows to crown the biggest brain in the land, well, sort of, I suppose, and it doesn't stop there, so by agreeing to participate to this interview, if you had read the fired print in the emails, you would have noticed that you had to go to your personal cellar and pony up a hard-to-get-large-format bottle of something special that you'll throw into the kitty for the winner-takes-all in the quiz, but uh, a little bit more on that later. The rules for today... Uh, no mention of the coronavirus. Um, if you do that, you have to shout the rest of us all a beer. Swearing is allowed and as is name-calling, and uh, you're allowed to reveal each other's deepest secrets. And if you make someone cry, you win everything. <laughs> and uh, and with that, we're away. Now, I've asked you all to bring along a Tassie beer from another brewery, so let's go in alphabetical surname order. Tell me what you're drinking. Briggsy.
3: I'm actually drinking a Moo Hef.
0: Beautiful stuff. How does it taste this afternoon?
3: Uh, good, as always. Um, I'm a massive Hef fan, so uh, whether it's morning, afternoon, or evening, it's uh, it's all good from my end.
0: Nice work. I'm a bit of a fan of the Hef myself, actually. Uh, Burrage, what you got, mate, other than a hangover from last night's uh, <laughs> podcast with the Step
5: Bros? Yeah, yeah. Let's just say this is the first beer of the day. It's a T-Bone Gold Nail,
1: and it's uh, nice and crisp. That's the uh, first bullshit of the day too, Burrage, because I had a beer with you about 11 o'clock this morning. Yeah,
0: true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? she like, got caught out early today, didn't I? Didn't <laughs> yeah. you? Just, you're just trying to hide it from your wife,
5: aren't you? I oh, am. Yeah. She's a very forgiving lady. I can see the trend of this
4: and
2: where it's going to go. <laughs>
0: yeah. uh, OJ, what you got?
2: Uh, I've got uh, the flagship beer from uh, Hobart Brewing Co., Harbour Master. A uh, beer for all seasons. Beautiful. Apparently.
1: <laughs> nice, uh, Dave. What do you got? Uh, I've got a couple on the go. I've got the <laughs> Shambles IPA and the barley wine from uh, Van Diemen. Oh, wow! To, I'm, having, I'm drinking having, big already. I'm having a sip on that one because uh, it's got a bit yeah. on it. I
0: had uh, I had the hedgerow from 2016 last night. That was tasting great for uh, what is it? Six year old beer almost. No, ripper. Four, I, had, four I years. had a lot of trouble. Four years. Yeah, <laughs> I can't do maths. I had a lot of trouble getting the cork out of the bastard. I had to get my pliers last night.
4: Yeah, that's why, <laughs> you, that's why you don't see any corks in the rest of our bottles since then. Um...
0: <laughs> yeah, Jesus, those are tough.
4: And uh, Will, what are you drinking, mate? Well, I'm on a very nice, easy-drinking Bo Camp Pilsner.
0: Oh, beautiful. I haven't had any of the Bo Camp beers yet. Uh, it seems that John Burrage might be in love with them. Is that true, John? Yeah, look, uh, I watched
5: that brewery literally rise from the, the concrete slab and, uh, you know, it was always a big risk for the guys there. And uh, when they pulled out their first uh, beer, which was the Hellas, I was, uh, I was impressed. So uh, I hope they hit the ground running and good, on, good luck to them.
0: And um, thanks for asking, guys. I'm, I'm drinking a Moo Brew session and followed up by an uh, Ocho Happy Place just on the mid-strengths this afternoon. Boring. <laughs> I usually I usually do mid-strengths Sunday afternoon and then maybe finish off with one or two bit later on. So, you know, just just being responsible is, is what it is. Some of us have got to work tomorrow. They've got to do the right thing. All right. So it's uh, time to look back. Now, I asked you all to have a bit of a think about a story from your past that uh, the listeners might enjoy hearing, and it, you can tell it about yourself or you can tell it about someone else. might even be better to tell it about someone else. Who, who wants to go first with the story from the past?
3: Oh, wow. Where do we start?
0: Surely we've we'll got this. <laughs> what, what, what do you want to hear? I was half expecting you to hear about uh, you want to tell the story about one night in a black tent. Uh <laughs> yeah. yeah.
4: <laughs> Again, these stories, they're moulded out of um, a fair bit of consumption so As the years (laughs) go on, the clarity around them doesn't really present itself as what they used to. One night in a black tent, one night in a black tent was, oh, a beer fest in Launceston must have been, oh, the conservative, 2011? Maybe 2012? Yeah, somewhere Um, around there, I reckon. And uh, from memory, I think it was one of the first ones that they did, and I think it was only a Saturday event. Um, I think it ran from 11 to 11 or something. So
6: um,
4: there was a bunch of us all there and we were all young and fresh and could drink like there was no tomorrow. And we ended up, I think, I ended up keeping the taps on, had a good chat to security and said, oh, look, we'll we'll keep our beers pouring. And the next thing you know, that I think we had six taps running and there was a keg from... Um, six or five other breweries pouring there and stuff. And I don't think we finished until it might have been five, six o'clock in the morning. I ended up walking Dave Myers, who was with creatures at the naked, half naked, back to his hotel room or back to the, the, the uh, front doors of, I think it might have been the Grand Chancellor and uh security having to let him in with no pants on
6: <laughs>
4: <laughs> and from that was from that was born uh a beer that we did for gabs uh which was a uh was a black ale with black truffle um barrel aged in port barrels, so it was thirteen percent um yeah and we haven't reproduced it again, so
0: that, uh, <laughs> that name uh, Dave Myers has appeared so many times on my podcast from people. He's so well known, and usually for doing stupid shit and getting into trouble. I remember there was a Hobart Beer Festival one time in the in the Prince's Warshed with him. Uh, I think it might have been the first year creatures were with Lion at that time, and uh, he was absolutely blind. And we ended up getting um, ten plastic uh, chairs out, and someone had a skateboard, and we played human ten pin bowling with me as the ball on the skateboard smashing through chairs. And then later that night. Uh, Dave stole, I think it might have been Ben was on a motor scooter there for a while when he had an injured leg or injured knee or something, the owner of the festival. And uh, Dave crashed his motor scooter into one of the the cyclone fences and did his ACL or something like that and had to uh, limp his way to hospital that evening. So he seems to be involved (laughs) in a lot of those stories.
4: (laughs) The the interesting thing about the one night in a black tent was we had to build a new bar after that because we had a machete or as a tap handle, <laughs> and Jimmy Anderson decided who was at Mo, uh, sorry at Iron House at the time. Um, decided that he'd hack the barter bits over the course of the evening.
0: Jesus, he's a menace. He uh, he was in fine form last night.
4: Best uh, best beard in the industry.
0: I, I reckon I reckon he's just edging Benny from Fox Friday, but I still I still like the is it is it voluptuousness of Dave's. It's it's like well rounded Dave's whereas Jimmy's is going long and straggly.
1: Whoa, that's, a, that's a word that I haven't uh, had described to me before is voluptuous. Um, <laughs> Luscious beard <locks. laughs> Nah, Jimmy's got it hands down. That's an amazing mane that he's got kicking on. That's on. Um, the fact that he smokes so much meat with that in there too. Um, talk, about, <laughs> talk, about, talk about a flavour saver. That thing uh, holds a whole
0: brisket, I reckon, that thing. Uh... Uh, buried. surely you've got a story of uh, two of your ex-workmates uh, in, in OJ or, no, or Dave?
5: No, look, I thought I'd spare my ex-workmates and uh, I'm going to follow this one straight at Briggsy. Um, Here we go. This, <laughs> uh, this, uh, I've, got to, I've got to set the scene a bit on this story. We're at the uh, New Sydney Hotel sitting in the window with uh, Al from the Great Northern and some of his staff. And uh, we notice the Iron House truck rocks up outside, uh, yes. you know, like a cowboy that Briggsy is, leaves the keys and the ignition windows down, comes through the door at a million miles an hour. There's no g'day, how are you? None of that. It's straight to profanities. And then he wanders off down to the back of the uh, New Sydney Hotel. I was like, right, well, I might have a go here. And uh, I got up, went outside, jumped into his van, and I drove off in it. And luckily enough, <laughs> Al from the Great Northern was in on this. And when Briggsy came back, he realised his van's gone. And apparently, the look on his face was almost <laughs> like he'd soiled himself. And uh, anyway, you it, get more profanities, and it was uh, where's where's my uh, my van? And how's gone? oh, some bloke just jumped in and drove off down the road. And so Briggsy's on the phone, calling the police, trying to let them know that you know the van's been stolen. And then uh, I've turned around and gone up Liverpool Street, and for those of you who don't know, there's a little street called Criterion. And uh, it's about, I don't know, 200 meters long. And uh, Briggsy, in all his wisdom, thought he would run down Criterion Street to try and catch me at the other side, not knowing it was me. Now, <laughs> Briggsy is not known for his agility, but he turned into Usain Bolt and his arms, going, everything going everywhere. And the worst thing was by that time I was long gone and, uh, yeah, that was, that was priceless to, to drive back to the new Sydney Hotel and see a sweaty, panting Briggsie that had just shat his pants because he thought the van had been stolen. That was,
3: that was my golden story for you. Nice. Because,
0: Briggs well, did you want to return fire? Oh,
3: not i there was nothing to return. He uh he got me good, mate, and uh he uh I'll let him have it because um yeah he's not one he's not one to have many wins and he got me uh he had a he had a big win that day, so <laughs> I've got one for Barry, though. So, um, um, we were
1: uh I reckon there was a series. there was a period of time early on with Mo where Getting to the Beer Awards, the ARBA, was uh, <laughs> a <up> itself, <laughs> and, uh, oh, we'd, we'd normally fly in a day or two before, probably a day before or something like that, and just park up at Beer Deluxe. And this particular day um, – I don't know what the tab got to age. It must have been close to two grand, I reckon. I think it was one of the biggest tabs that we'd rocked up ever yeah, I in, in, a, in a venue. Mm. I, burnt my, I burnt my forehead on a mushroom oh. heater. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to I, I this mushroom heater, and uh, I tilted it over on a edge, and it just got like seared this little line across my forehead. And um, <laughs> that's four thirty in the afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and all of a sudden it became aware that uh, the national sales manager, um, who's in this chat, um, who will remain uh, unnamed, uh, <laughs> was, getting, was getting kicked out of de Lux, um <laughs> who was probably one of our biggest uh, accounts in Melbourne at the time. And uh, it was Josh Ward, uh, a, one of the OG uh, Moobrew crew, um, that was uh, entrusted to walk Burrage home. There you go, name and shame. (laughs) And um, (laughs) Barry tried to get across Flinders Street in uh, after a few beers under his belts, uh, tripped on the train track and broken his toe. And. It was basically. And, did you stop at like Hague's, like chocolate factory, like oh the chocolate, yeah, chocolate uh, It was. It was. It was Daryl Lee, and I not only yeah. broke my toe, I actually ripped half the skin off my face too. <laughs> <laughs> and then. And then OJ, being such a uh compassionate boss, made Burrage walk around Melbourne, I reckon, for two days. This was before Ubers, but I reckon we didn't catch a cab for the rest of the time that we were in Melbourne. And uh to Burrage's credit, uh he I reckon he put in twenty or thirty K over those two days, um, going from pub to pub with a broken toe and, and hardly any skin on his face. So um <laughs> I'd just like to uh just like to follow on exactly
2: from that story. Um because uh, I think we all need to have the visual uh, of Burridge standing out on Swanston Street in front of Darrell Lee's at 4.30 in the afternoon, handing out free candy to everybody. <laughs> with, uh, with Josh, uh, Josh the Warrior Award, one of the most serious dudes in the universe, going, Burrage, what exactly are you doing? Let's go. You need to have a little lay down. <laughs> so then I, up, I get the crew together down, the, down to the actual beer awards. Dave's got a burn on his face. <laughs> Burridge is barked <laughs> on the train tracks. Um, that's a good start. Um, uh, if, if, if people can if people listening are old enough to remember the uh, trend of uh, planking, Josh Ward <laughs> down the escalator at one point, that is a fantastic effort. But my, uh, my enduring memory actually, Briggsy you're in the line of fire here for this one, and I'm, I'm actually a bit uncertain whether or not it was the same AIBA, but I'm going to roll the stories together because it just works better that way. Uh, yeah. yeah. I um, They used to do this bullshit where you'd they called all the judges up on stage, and so, you know, you're trying to get three sheets to the wind and then you've got to actually be serious and get up on the stage. So I wander up onto the stage and turns out I'm the only bloke on the stage holding a beer, which I think is just a bit – blamed yeah. by the rest of them. And I look over at the table where Briggsy and the Moo crew and some other bloody sycophants fans are hanging on, uh, and there's Briggsy standing there with his pants down.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
2: he's got his hands in the air. He's reaching for the lasers. What is it, like 10 o'clock by this stage? And down prowl <laughs>
1: That's brilliant. Uh, If we are rolling those stories into one age. um, I think we should. Was was this the same beer awards that you came running into Warrior Ward and myself's hotel room stark naked and uh, crash-tackled the both of us and screamed something about the Hawthorne football club and then ran back down the hallway of the hotel starkers? Um, potentially. <laughs> <laughs> and as a, as, a, as a side note, uh, Josh protested quite
2: some uh, some amount at that point saying that this was not consensual and he ended up with a bloody <laughs> And yes, um, it's not good, but I'm never quite naked, you see. This is a slight, like, uh, technical uh, element you got a rug
3: on you. That's exactly right. I'm, I'm never quite naked. <laughs> no harm, I could probably value add one more to that too. And uh, let's, let's just roll it into the same uh, AIBAs. I might have been the year after, actually, but Burridge in his wisdom. <laughs> it was another Beer Deluxe section, session. And uh, Burridge in his wisdom had Nando's on his radar. And he, he was <laughs> he uh, hell bent on walking into Nando's. And he, of course, brought me into it, which I actually never facilitated the full uh, extent that he did but oh, he walked into Nando's, long. walked into Nando's, it was full goog, and uh, with, without uh. Just from an observation point of view, there was a lot of um, what could I say? Uh, there was a lot of Sudanese uh, or, of, or of that orient that was in the uh, in the uh, Nando's. And Burridge proceeds to take his pants off and walk to the counter and uh, place an order, much to the amusement of uh, I reckon the best part of a hundred Sudanese people in the uh, chicken place laughing at him. So that was uh, that was all time.
4: <laughs> Hey, McGill, what, what about the time that you tried to pick a fight with the homeless
1: guy in McDonald's? After, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I didn't pick a fight with him. I just gave him an option, and the option was that uh, we could do it the easy way or the hard way. And, uh, Mate, Sh- and-
4: Shawnee Davies and I
1: had to hold you back something chronic. Mate, he 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 tipped a milkshake over you or something like that, didn't he? Like he, he, was, threw, uh... he threw a couple of fries at you. Well, no, and then... <laughs> And then he stood up and wanted to go, and I managed to uh, boot his trolley into him.
0: <laughs> hey, how come out of all this, no one's got a story about Will? Because I, I reckon he's a pain in the ass when he gets real drunk. I've seen him at Jabs when we had that fucking basketball, Tasman- you know, the Tasmanian stand with the basketball shot or whatever it was. And he was like a fucking three-year-old um, getting in people's faces, and I'm surprised you can get punched out that night. Gets a bit Mate, excited.
4: A, people don't take me seriously at the best of times, so it doesn't matter.
6: <laughs>
4: I do oh. remember. I, I do. I, I do remember that thing getting up into the grill of some. He would have been oh, close to seven foot, hundred and fifty kilo. Um, bloke was throwing those ping pong balls at the cups and licking his ear while he was taking shots. And to that bloke's credit, he did not bat an eyelid and got three ping pong balls into three cups.
0: What is with you and licking things? In my my beer healer promos, there's the pitch. There's the footage of you licking my face for some reason. Well, I don't is, know, you've got, got some sort of beer fetish. This
4: why this virtual beer festival doesn't really work for me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so speaking of the virtual beer festival, how have you guys celebrated this weekend? What, what have you guys been up to?
4: I've oh, been up to 2 o'clock discussing stuff.
0: Just talking shit, yeah. That's, yeah. that's great for the industry. Uh, think,
4: yeah, John, no, John and I, we had a chat about it yesterday, and I think it's just the, the, the complete collective buy-in from – um, breweries, f- consumers, um, just g- genuine supporters of the industry. I think that's that's probably blown me away more than anything. It's um, I, I think we hoped that it was going to take off like it did, but not necessarily see the buy-in that that we've achieved.
5: Yeah, the com- consumer yeah. response has been overwhelming. Um, you know, we're seeing people. The idea was just post a photo enjoying yeah Tassie beer and people are posting photos of their fridge showing you know 20 different Tasmanian beers so that's, that's it's just great to see and uh you know it was designed to help out the uh the brewers in these these tough times but um you know on oh, to, to the brewers credit the content that I've seen this week um to engage with the consumer has been
1: sensational really uh top-notch effort and uh great to see yeah I think it's brought to the forefront um, not just the independent uh, beer side of things but it's been good to sort of shine a light on um, on how tough hospitality is doing it in in this situation i mean i' I remember when australia was 10 you know 10 worth of unemployment and um you know they say it's there now but it's a different kind of unemployment I think what we're finding at the moment and uh you know it's good that we've been able to bring that um, sort of around to not just thinking about independent beers but um, the people behind them and the stories behind them and, and also the hospitality venues as well that have come out. Like, you know, Tom and Hugo's was a Matthew supporter this weekend and those guys were up and about and there's been lots of other venues that have um, got behind us and uh, and hopefully we can return the favour when um, when everything gets back on track. One of the things that's been awesome to see from my point of view, not running a brewery
2: <clears throat> or, or having a beer on the market or anything like that is, you know, it, it, I used to think Sometimes at Moo, um, I knew every single person who was out in the town drinking beer on a Friday and Saturday night. They're drinking Moo Brews on a Friday and Saturday night, but there are so many people posting content. And um, I'll be buggered if I know who all these people are. And it's just so pleasing and so reassuring that our message is out there and it's reaching people. And uh, there's this, um, there's this, yeah, there's a really solid base of support out there. Um,
1: it's, been, it's been really, uh, yeah, it's been really good. Yeah, definitely, Adrian. I think what you're saying there as well is I noticed it too when I see these kind of posts is that, you know, things like Moopale and stuff like that, that's people's like take-home go-to beer and that's um that's almost uh, a little bit more humbly than, you know, being at a pub or at a festival and watching someone just drink your beer because they're there. Yeah. yeah um, the weight of posts, it, it, it feels like it's a little more normalised than
2: um, I realised, like craft beer and... Like you say, if Moopay is someone's go-to and they take it home um, every week, you know, that that's something to be really celebrated. That's an achievement that craft has really worked hard for
5: here in Tassie. Um, some numbers on the festival. I think by the time this uh, podcast is over, the reach will be over 12,000 people. Uh, on Instagram, I think there's been over 160 uses of the hashtag So um, and on Facebook even more as well. So it's 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 gone far and wide, um, and it's really humbling.
0: I guess the next thing is we need to keep it going, don't we? So this Tas Indie Beer was a hashtag for this weekend, but we need to maybe as a part of all of our all of sorry all of your breweries, maybe start to think about including that in some of your other campaigns that you're doing. You know, from here on in, because we want to try and keep that going.
2: I think
4: I think I think that's almost the most critical thing is that yes, it was uh developed or, or put into place for this weekend, but it's um it's not so much it's a singular weekend thing. It's this is what we want to carry through and, and continue. And I know I'll obviously I'll use it in all our social media posts from here on in because it is a great descriptor descriptor and it explains exactly who we are and what we are and um, the hope is that, and this is why I say that the consumer uptake has been um, really pleasing because people are obviously recognizing it and, and running with it.
0: Yeah, and I'll use it in every one of my posts if you remind me every single time when I post, Will. I'll try, mate.
1: <laughs> we might need to find someone that's more active on social media than uh, Tachi, though, to uh, just get a bit of a handle on it. So um, I'm not sure.
0: Did everybody get a movie poster from Will? No.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm the scared. only one. You're coming.
3: You're the only drumming, one, Dave. <laughs> wheels, Will, wheels, Too scared after you beat up that homeless person. I reckon. <laughs> uh, I, had to, I had to readjust
4: after you thought Carlton Cole was one of ours. We well,
0: talked about that earlier. <laughs>
4: hey.
6: I, I, I um, dug. I dug. I
1: dug deeper. I definitely uh, I definitely stitch you up on that one mate so uh, I I thought you were about the only one with a good enough sense of humour in the industry to be able to handle that one I thought
4: thought you'd rehearsed the line very well and it was really well it was honestly delivered (laughs)
0: <laughs> uh dave just for anybody that didn't see your uh your live video yesterday can you explain what you're talking about i uh, i uh i had a somewhat of a blind tasting last
1: night um and uh i actually had no ideas about no idea about the beers i knew there was going to be one moo in there and i knew there was going to be a couple of bogies and uh i stitched wheel up um off the back of uh off the back of a three and a half percent Carlton Colt, um, and um, yeah, caught him out on it, but um, yeah, I thought, yeah, like I said, I, <laughs> I figured he would, he, to like he would be able to handle it, so uh, nice. hey, Dave, <laughs> hey Dave, you know,
2: my favorite part of your uh gig yesterday, and what was that in the, in the comments? One someone posted every time Dave says, uh, but. They were playing their own <laughs> drinking game. They're having a skull every time,
0: every time. <laughs> Beautiful. I love it. I love it. I did. Uh, I did read that comment. I was talking. I was talking to someone this week uh, who's involved in the Merrickville beer scene, and we were talking about you know, out of you know, this sort of crisis comes innovation, and that maybe you know, the Merrickville brewers could uh, work together to maybe create a new distribution company. Perhaps it could you know borrow upon the Merrickville name and the great reputation that those beers have, where, you know, maybe the the sum of the individuals is some of the great what do you say? The sum of them all put together is better than the individuals or whatever it is? You're really why, not why that couldn't... good with math. So <laughs> I'm not no. <laughs> the individual parts are greater than the oh, fuck, I don't know. But anyway, what about the Tassie Brewers? Would there be an opportunity to work in a similar way where, you know, we're we're building a really great reputation down here, but everybody's kind of doing their own thing.
5: At about 1.45 this morning, there was an idea in the after-party of the after-party and uh, we, we discussed that. Will, can you remember any of it? I cannot <laughs> remember a thing. And I woke up this morning and went,
4: geez, we got serious there for about 20
5: minutes. Yeah. I think uh, a couple of the messages were that we wanted to keep momentum from this uh, Taz Indy beer movement, but then there's, there's also talks of um, – uh, another idea, community tinnies, we've seen in Victoria it has been quite successful, and I think as we speak, there is actually wheels in motion to do a Tasmanian community tinnies package. So that's that's some um, instant uh, action, which uh, is going to be exciting when that comes out. But that's good. That's uh, good. I think uh, I, I was uh, I was impressed by the the reach from the brewers as well, like. Um, I've got to be honest, the Tasmanian beer industry has sometimes been a little bit divided. Um, yep. And uh, from what I saw in all the posts over the weekend, uh, certainly a uh, united front was presented. So uh, that's uh, that's encouraging. And I think, uh, again, if that's the, the momentum and the, the future, then uh, there's going to be some uh, bright projects come out of that.
0: So uh, each of you with, with breweries, you know, Obviously, this event that we won't name has changed the world. What uh, what one thing do you think is going to make you change in the future in terms of your own brewery and how you either operate or promote or whatever with it?
1: I think for us, um, you know, we've um, we've been sort of pushing pretty hard nationwide for quite some time, and we uh, had a national distributor with Samuel Smith, who have done an incredible job for us for the last three years, um, but it's been announced that we're, we're parting ways um, as of June 30. Um, and one thing about that I wrote in the statement to the, to the Samuel Smith team and stuff like that, <coughs> along with, um, you know, thanks very much for, for all your hard work, was expanding that national footprint for us uh, meant that we needed to focus closer to home um what we're seeing nowadays especially with Marrickville, you know, Brisbane and those kind of places we're almost going back to the days where there was a heap of different Well, we are, where there's a heap of different breweries around the sort of localized areas and and so i think it's i think what it will probably encourage breweries to do is focus on what they're good at and focus close to home and look after those core people that basically pay your wage at the end of the day I don't think we're going to see too many sort of breweries start swinging now for that sort of straight off the cuff pirate life model of national distribution straight away, go totally large. Um, I think it's going to take a long time for the confidence to come back into the market, I think, um, for for those kind of um, sort of big hit, um, straight off the cuff breweries.
0: That ties into trends out of the USA where, you know, hyper local is kind of the done thing at the moment.
1: Yeah, for sure.
5: I think is Briggs is
3: going to put another still in. I hear he's uh, pretty successful at sanitizer. No, no, no. That's uh, yeah, that's an interesting one. But uh, aside from that, it's probably extending what Dave's saying. Certainly localized. Um, we're we're probably putting. We've always had a focus on tourism where we are um, because we are in the middle of buttfuck fuck Idaho. So uh, we're going to be pretty well extending into that um, into that market space so obviously tourisms going uh, it's going to take a while to come back but certainly intrastate is what we've um, and probably the last six months have put a real localized uh, focus Back into what we've been doing and uh, trying to get all the locals back on board, which is always hard. Twelve years ago when we started, um, you know, to try, to try to introduce a craft beer to someone out of Scamander or St Helens was, uh, yeah, like like uh, extracting teeth. It was Bogues, Red or nothing. So it's it's certainly getting that uh, back into that education process with the locals, and, and they are. They are coming back to it. So, well, not back to it, but they're, they're, they're a lot more... Um, yeah, they're a lot more. I guess you could say tolerant to it. I guess these days, so they're uh, the time is, uh, has has made them catch up, and that's what, and that's where it's got to. So yeah, definitely uh, more of a localized um, focus is is what we've been focusing on as well. So I think
4: um, I think I have a lot of respect for guys coming in, into the industry at the moment um, that. Do exactly what Dave said, they nail what they are and who they are. So locally, someone like a, a Fox Friday or a Beaucamp that are coming that are coming into the market and not trying to produce a, a range of beers that all of us produced early days that uh, covered a very broad um, spectrum of beer styles. Now Bennett fox is, is absolutely killing the the Hayes train um, and Bow Camp obviously with their with their styles. Um, and then you extend that out to sort of like a, some of the guys on the main line like a, a Nick at Molly Rose or um, Ed and Fee at um, Dollar Bill or even Topher at Wildflower and stuff. Like They're not trying to do everything. They're very much nailing what it is they know how to do and and um, are pushing that out. So I think that's that focus. And then as long as you get sort of a broad sp- uh, spread of breweries producing different styles, I think the fresher you can have the beer um, closer to the brewery and stuff, the, the better it is.
0: Nice. Yeah, totally agree, totally agree. Um, now, look, before we head on, over to the quiz, uh, would any of you like to ask a question of each other before we move on to the next section?
5: I've, I've got a question for... I asked this question to Dave last night and he refused to answer it, but I'm going to ask it now to OJ. Can you please explain the rules of the dollar game? (laughs) Uh, Now, Burrage, the first
2: rule is that you will not talk about the game. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah. I, don't know about that. I, I honestly can't remember the rules of the top game either, to tell you the truth. I remember drinking Clover Hill Sparkling straight out of the bottle with AJ um, <laughs> and uh, just literally swapping 750ml bottles of Clover Hill for jugs of beer from one side of the tent at Festival to the other. And um, yeah, yeah. Was, was that the gear that uh, blackmarked you for a f- number of years? Yeah, mate, that cost us, uh, (laughs) that was the year that Briggsy rang us and and goes, um, that was after the bender, and he goes, it was on the Sunday, and he goes, where are you boys? And we're like, oh, we're just having breakfast. And he's like, You do know that Festival is open right now. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> beauty. Yeah, I like and, um, the next week. <laughs> and so we, we walked into a round of applause from all the stallholders uh, at Festival, Valley and uh, then proceeded to lock the keys to the till in the till. Oh, that's um, right. <laughs> and uh, basically just had to go around as the, uh, the most hungover dilapidated humans and uh, try and find someone that had the same uh, till as we did so we could actually um, start (laughs) trading for the day. You know when Michael Briggs calls you – uh, the, level of, the level of responsibility that you haven't developed yet—that that is a bad.
3: <laughs> if yeah. I could, uh, if I could extend on that story, just quietly, I think uh I think the black mark went against their name on the Saturday when Dave was was dumping beers more than what the punters <laughs> were, and uh, I shit you not, I quote, I'll, I'll quote unquote what he actually said to a customer. It, so someone asked him uh, what what you guys were serving or whatever it was, and and uh, and he said, "Oh, can I have a beer?" And Dave turned around and said, "I'm I'm here to pour beer. I'm not here to fuck spiders." <laughs> <laughs> And I was standing next to one of the organisers of Festivali when he said that. And I'm going, oh <laughs> dear! <here. laughs> and that, uh, that that beer system
4: you had in the fold-out table must have taken you forever to pack up too.
6: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: we ran twenty-three kegs through that weekend or something like that. Yeah. You drank <laughs> twenty of them. <laughs> That's right.
5: Brixie walked up with the ice cream van <laughs> <laughs> and only sold
0: three. Might be a good place to draw a line in the sand uh, and move on to the quiz before you get in trouble. Uh, have you all had a thought about what uh, what beer you might pony up for the uh, for the quiz to put into the kitty?
5: Yeah. Yep. I've got one. It's a, uh, I've got a Rogue uh, Imperial Stout 2014, and it's in the nice, fancy ceramic swing top bottle.
0: Oh, nice. Anyone else
3: had a thought? I've got a Bruni Island, uh, I think it's a Dontrecaste uh, Saison that I found on the back of the fridge. It was brewed three Didn't years ago. Did you
0: last night?
3: <laughs> There's there was two in there, mate. I drank one.
0: Of them. <laughs> Anyone else?
2: I got two to choose from. I got one of the um, <clears throat> one of the three Ravens big format uh, bottles, uh, one of their sours that is just bloody delicious, or one of Wills. But you know, I've got to go and choose which one I want to drink, really,
1: because I know, <laughs> I, I know one of you guys. It's going to be second best. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dave, what do you got? Uh, I didn't read the small print, but I th- I'm pretty sure I've got a candy on iris downstairs, so, uh, yeah. <laughs> Big one. So, yeah. Big one.
0: Who's who's not named a beer? Uh,
4: I, no, not sure. There'll be something in there, though.
0: Something nice? got yeah. a
2: bread.
5: Bakes, actually, two minutes all couldn't make it tonight, but he's happy to donate a a ale. I reckon.
0: Can, can we just go over the fact that you fucking stitched me up? on <laughs> <few artists? laughs>
4: Oh my god!
0: So for those that don't know, we we did a live live podcast, uh, Dave and myself with uh, with the antidote. So Matt and the prof from uh, Bruise News and. Just during the emails during the week, Will – this is obviously an ongoing joke with these dickheads here <laughs> – Will had said, is it okay if I invite Ash from two-metre tall? Now, I don't know the story behind it, but I took him on face value. I was like, yep, okay, no worries, include him. We can have another one. So I get on the on the mic uh, the other night and we're talking about who's going to be on the microphone and I'm talking through and I sort of got a bit uh, stuck and I put out Ash from two-metre tall. Dave obviously went with it, didn't pull me up. Well, I told and,
4: yeah, no, Today's
1: credit, I heard him try and pull you up. Yep. But uh, I thought, mate, you've just gone too far, so I just had to let you go. You motherfucker, I have idea. That reminds me of the train tracks at the, the corner of Swanston and
6: Flinders.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, come on, that come reminds me of walking up the stairs of the Mayfair with a torn medial ligament and asking OJ for a bag of ice on his way down the stairs. And uh, he said, fuck off, this is for the cocktails. And
0: uh, – <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <was>, <laughs> <before, Blueberry>. uh, <laughs> All right, so the rules are to you've each going to have a buzzer, so um, it's, it's your first name or your name twice to, to buzz in for the questions. If the first person gets it wrong, it'll be open to the next ones to answer and I'll keep the tally. There's 15 questions, so let's test your buzzers. Uh, Burrage? Okay. Uh sounds like a dildo, but anyway. Uh Dave? Dave. No, it's gotta be Dave Dave. Come oh, Dave on. Dave twice. Dave Dave Dave? Dave. Dave. Dave? Yeah. Dave, Dave. Okay, Will? Willie-Willie. Willy Willie? <laughs> Briggsie? Briggs Briggs. Briggs Briggs. OJ? Owen Owen. Owen Owen. Right oh. Okay. We'll start it now. Right. The Shambles Robust Porter was originally named after which soul singer? Dave, Dave. Dave. Barry what? Correct. Yeah, yeah. Eat a dick, bitches. Oh. Score is <laughs> Dave 1, OJ 0, Will 0, JB 0, Briggsy 0. Question 2. The Fox Friday H-Town Hazy IPA is reminiscent of Pina Coladas on the beach. The brew has three hops in it, Galaxy, El Dorado, and what else? John, John. John, John? Sabro. Yes, well done, JB. Hey, how you? Owen, Owen. <laughs> we don't he's oh, mate,
5: you missed. You're too late. <laughs> he's You're too he's late. already got the question right.
0: But, but well done, Owen. You got it half right too. Okay, well done, mate. All right. Question three: Who is the top-rated Tasmanian brewery on Untapped? John John. Oh. Courage. Two metre tall. Incorrect. Oh, I'm pleased okay. to hear that. Oh shit. Yep. Van <laughs> Dave. Van Demon. Incorrect.
4: Willy Willy. Well. Uh, Otcho.
0: Incorrect. Bricks, bricks. Yes. No. Incorrect. OJ, it's down to you. Take a stab. How about Brewing Co? No, it's the Winston.
6: <laughs> oh, oh, I kid wow. you not.
0: I was surprised. Okay, for a bonus point, who's second placed? Willy, Willy. Hey, yeah, Will? Otto. Uh, no. Uh, Dave? Too bad tall. No. No.
5: Bricks, bricks. Yep. Um, H B. Nah. Burridge. Was, uh, I'll go with Spotty Dog. Oh, you have looked it up? The fucking <laughs> I honestly didn't. I just had a feeling that guy is always on untapped, and he loved it. Uh- <laughs>
0: <laughs> you did the too. matters. <laughs> All right. Okay. Let's move on. Question You're four. A <laughs> Which? <laughs> okay. Which Tasmanian brewer got their start at Burley Brewing before returning to Tassies to start their own brewery? Briggs 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 Briggs.
3: Uh, was it Chris from, from uh, Little Rivers? Correct. Little Rivers.
0: Well done. Okay, Dave one, JB two, Briggsy one. Question five. Oh, did I give you oh JB's on three, I think, because no, he no, got two. No, uh, no, he's no, not. No, so, no, hold on, no, that's no, not. He's yeah, not good. Sorry. No. <laughs> 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 you said I wasn't very good at this. <laughs> All right. Question five. Oh, I love this. This is a great question, if I do say so myself. Which Tasmanian craft beer identity has the most self-proclaimed nicknames? Name the person and one of their ridiculous nicknames. Willie,
5: Willie. Yes. Briggs.
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> Who's in? Buried. He's an identity and a brewer. Briggs, Briggs. Briggsie. Willie Simpson. No. He's part of a trio.
5: John, John, Willie, Willie. John? Uh, Clint Donahue, spear,
0: Spotty Dog. And one of his stupid nicknames? Oh,
5: jeez, I'm not going to. I don't even (laughs) (laughs) know.
0: Okay, Will. Papa (laughs) Sweden. Papa Sweden. Papa Korea. Papa Noel. Or (laughs) K-Love. Say yes. G'day, Clem. Question six. Which Tasmanian brewer uses old cooking oil to create enough steam energy to power the brewery? Bricks, Bricks. I was in there easily. Yeah, Dave. Yep. Go, Dave. Tommy Bignall. Yep. From? T-Bone. Well done. Well done. All right, question seven. Who was the very first guest on the Beer Healer interviews? Willy, Willy. Uh, well? Myself. Fantastic. Well done. Oh, that's only half a point. A little bit of self-promotion never hurts on this yeah. thing. Uh, question eight. Oh, I like this one. Name the smash hit mainland craft beer that began its life as a pilot batch in Hobart. Oh, no. John, John. John. Oh,
5: fuck off. I'll fuck I'm, right I'm going to go with uh, Filter.
0: Yeah. Well done. All right, let's just recap the scores. Dave 2, Will 2, JB 3, Briggsy 1, OJ. Are you even there? I'm trying, mate. No, we can't hear him. Really? He's there. No, he's still there. It's just quiet. He's trying my best. All right. Question nine. Name the NEPA collaboration between Shambles and Hobart Brewing. Willy Willy. Will.
2: Dancers with Hops? No. Owen Owen. Ooh. Owen Owen. Summer Hayes? No. Willie Willie. He's oh. <laughs> already
6: had well, a guess. He can't come now. back
2: in. Owen Owen. Okay. Owen Owen. <laughs> no, was in first. Have a shot, champ. Uh, Drew Springsteen. <laughs> yeah. Yep, is. well done. I was
0: going to give that to you, Owen. Well done. <laughs> Question 10. What type of beer is the Willie Warmer? Okay. Dave? Yeah. Owen. No. No
2: Owen. A wee heavy. Scottish heavy.
0: I can't hear because Briggs is moving his fucking office around. <laughs> oh, fuck, I'm trying to put <laughs> <the> my computer in. <laughs> <laughs> that poor mouth dad about what to find, is it? <laughs> I'm carrying my left foot. <laughs> uh, OJ, what was your uh, answer?
2: I thought it was a Scottish heavy.
0: No, no.
3: Briggs, Briggs. Briggs, Briggs. Briggs. Briggs, Briggs. Porter.
0: No. Willie, Willie.
4: Uh, yep. English, English, old English ale.
0: No. Dave, Dave, English brown ale. Dave, English what? Brown ale. Nah. All right, I'm going to leave that one. Briggs, Briggs. Oh, Briggs, Briggs, yep. Scottish ale. No. It is a spiced dark ale. There you go. All right. That's All right. Oh yeah. <laughs> none of us Fuck off. <laughs> Just shut up. All right. In the Crafty Pint, Best New Beers of 2019 article, the top six beers were Ocho Rainbow Hills, Van Diemen Unpredictable Spring, Fox Friday, H Town, Duquesne Pills, Moo Brew Neeper, and what other barrel aged beer?
5: John John. We we go, Hobart John. Brewing Eisenbach. Oh. No. Briggsy, you can't hit yourself on
4: a mute
6: button,
1: mate. I'll take job. out later. Good on his way to the opening powerpoint Good job. Good job. <laughs> He's <laughs> He's zipper. Get
5: there. <laughs> <laughs> One of his 14 kids just had the PlayStation pulled <laughs> <laughs> out Oh Jesus uh, So that's six beer uh, anybody Willie Willie
4: Yep uh, Was it a two metre tall No
1: Anyone Anyone In three No, two, no. Oh, I got eight. it
4: no, I got it now
1: it wasn't wasn't the Archie Rose out, was it, or something? No.
0: Will one more chance? Yeah. Uh, um, the Morrison Baltic Porter. No, sucked in. You tried to cheat. It's the Morrison Cognac Barrel Age oh, Double IPA. Oh. Righto. Question twelve. Oh, let's just do a score check. JB three. Will three. Dave two. Briggsy one. OJ <laughs> nothing. <laughs> Question twelve. <laughs> Name one of the Tasmanian breweries that brews on repurposed oh, dairy wow. equipment. Dave, Dave. OJ. Seven Sheds. Oh, I had Kick Kicksnare and Bruny Island, but Seven Sheds as well? Yes. Yep. Correct. Well done. Oh, three. That, that brought credibility to the quiz. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Josh. Oh, it's right <laughs> now. <on. laughs> Good <on you. laughs> idea. Question, question 13. Which Tasmanian nano brewery produces the Clocktown Brown Ale and Hazard Pale Ale? Willie,
4: Willie. Will? Kick Snare.
0: No. Briggs, Briggs, Briggs. Briggs, Briggs. Uh, that would be Buttons. Yes. Oh, nice answer. Good. Will was very confident in his answer then, but he fucked up. Righto. Uh, okay, question 14. Who was recently quoted as saying... <laughs> Don't go to the bottle shop and oh, buy three no. cases of Pelican. Oh, no John John.
2: <laughs> uh, Mr. John Barry. <laughs>
5: <You, laughs> yes, you <did>. he was. <laughs> 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 you are a um, uh, well, What was I, that? I, I, I oh, words. my God. I should have, should have said, don't go and buy three uh, Van Demons anyway.
0: <laughs> okay, this is getting serious now because we. This is the last question we've got. JB on three, Will on three, and the rest of you all on two. So hopefully, Will or JB gets this because I haven't got any more questions. But we'll see surely,
4: surely, surely this is a multiple choice one or nearest to the pin. Don't
0: get complicated, mate. It actually is. Would you believe? Um, Here we go. I'm picking. I'm picking a number because it was going to be. Yep, righto. It is well known that Tassie brewers do not rate well in the hottest one hundred poll. Some might say you have to be in it to win it, as Tassie. Not all Tassie brewers registered this year. How many brewers registered this year? I'll let you all have Owen, a guess. Owen. Owen, how many? Six. Right. How Next. Many,
4: this is how many Tassie brewers. Yep. Briggs, Briggs,
0: Briggsy. Four, four. Okay. John, John. Anyone else? I'll go three. Yep. Righto.
4: Yeah, I'm going to say seven.
0: Yep. I'm going to,
1: Dave. Say, I'm going to say eight. You
6: bum.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the,
0: the actual answer was less than 15, so I'll take that as 14, so we're on a tie. Oh, yes, it is. Be need a bag of <laughs> Briggs, Briggsy, Briggsy, and OJ. You're out of this. So between you can't Dave and Jay, B- I'm going for it.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> not eat a bucket <laughs> 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 I'll, right. take, I'll take OJ on my team.
0: Right. So, the f- first person to answer this. All right. So, this weekend's Tasmanian Isolation Beer Festival has seen a lot of content from brewers. Which brewer made a video? where in every single shot he was looking just slightly off camera for, for a dramatic effect. Willy Willy. Go, oh, Will. Pretty, pretty. Uh,
4: Swifty from Kick Snare.
0: Yeah! Well oh,
6: <laughs> <I got you.
0: laughs> we have a winner. That was hilarious. <laughs> he was just slightly looking away from the camera just to make it like, dramatic, I thought. Artistic. Artistic, that's the word. Give him he was
5: the first brewer to put up a post too. So he did. Well it done. was great. Well done, he Swifty. did well.
0: He did well. Well done, Swifty. Fantastic. Oh, well done, Will, for the uh, now let's let's recap what you've won. A rogue imperial stat from twenty fourteen. Uh, Bruny says on from Briggsy, three years old. OJ's going to give you the worst of his two beers, one either one of your own ones or a three-day sour. <laughs> 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 know, hand, hand it back, brother. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they've had something from Canteon and I can't even read my writing what the other one was, but it was obviously something great starting with S. What are you throwing in there? I wasn't even fucking in the quiz. I'm the quiz master. You should be um, throwing beers at me.
5: You're on the podcast. (laughs)
0: This is my show. I make the fucking rules, all right?
5: (laughs) (laughs) Now that uh, we know who's won it, can we change our uh,
0: prize? (laughs) You can, yeah. Just give him a a cult and cold long neck.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It has to be mid-strength, though, and uh, 0 filtered too, by the way, which was
0: (laughs) 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 <laughs> nice work. Uh, fellas, that was a lot of fun today. We've slightly run over time, but that's okay. We'll uh, we'll uh, have an extra-length episode for all the uh, the listeners out there because there's millions and millions of them these days. So um, <laughs> your, uh, your stories are going to go far and wide. Thanks very much for joining me today. It was a lot of fun. Uh, well done to, to you and everybody else in the brewing industry down here in Tasmania and all the supporters for uh, creating a great Isolation Beer Festival. It really was great to see all of the pictures and stories and everything that's coming out on social media. So hopefully now as a collective within the Tasmanian brewing community, the beer community, and the consumers, we can uh, all work together to uh, take this to the next step and start to take on the mainland at their own game and have them talk about us in the same way they might talk about, you know, Marrickville or Victoria or whatever. So thanks very much for your time today, fellas. It's been awesome. Cheers, Lukey. Thanks, great, Thanks, Chris. Appreciate it, mate. Good on you, guys. Good on you, mate. Thanks for listening. I really hope you enjoyed the episode. If you have an interesting beer story and want to be a guest on the Beer Healer interviews, send me a message via my Facebook page. And once again, if you want to help out the show, a simple rate and review on Apple Podcasts or a follow, like or share on any other podcast service will do the trick. I'll catch you soon.